ABC, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I realized that because I was wondering, like, why was the success rate so high? But I realized it's because, like, during COVID, I was, like, the longest conversation they would have. Like, maybe me and then the uh, the dude at the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if they're not doing self-checkout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Exactly. They probably are. <laughs> they probably are, exactly. So, I'm imagining I'm in there sometimes 20, 40 minutes with somebody. You know what I mean? Just one-on-one. But then I also, because I got in this accident and then I was taking, like, you know, another company called Uber and Lyft, not mine, you know, but another, yeah, yeah, a different another, one. yeah, different allegedly, one. allegedly, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, but, um, I remember when I would get picked up, it's always old dudes during COVID, like just like in general, majority of the people are old dudes. So it's like, it's already different when they get in the car and it's a young dude, I guess the driver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then, like I said, I'm, I'm one to conversate and shit like that. But no, there was one time that I went on, I went in there and then there was this one, not this 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 girl I, I i she was kind of, she was being very friendly but she just asked at a certain point in the drive she was like can i sit in the front seat and i was like wait what so she got up while you were driving while i was driving she said can i sit in the front seat like at like a red light or something like that she got out of the car and went, back and, and went into the front seat and i was like hey okay <laughs> next thing you know you know what i'm saying i'm 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 working and getting pleasured at the same time are you serious i'm dead ass serious Whoa! Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Was this like a late night pickup? Was it was, yeah. Most okay. of the most of the success comes from the, the late nights, but late nights, there's been right. times where it's been an actual like you know romance interaction where it's like, wow, I really like. Why don't you take my number and we get some food? But most of the time, it's like you know what I'm saying I'm coming from my boyfriend's house right now. I'm really mad at him. Yeah, just, I'm gonna show him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? And then hopefully he doesn't try to assault this this East African um, <laughs> driver. You attack me. <laughs> <laughs> I have video. <laughs> Dude, do you have a little dash cam? Because I know some guys like my brother told me. Yeah, yeah, my brother um told me regardless if I have it on or not, I say that it's on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, if so anybody, people get like so people don't try to do anything. Nobody tries funny. to like you know like stab me while I'm driving or anything like that. I mean, not saying that you know that won't happen. That way won't attempt that. Hopefully yeah. it never happens, you know. But um nah, yeah, it ever since uh the with the um with the Uber Eats or something like that with the Oh in, in uh, Navy Yard. Navy Yard, yeah. Ever since that, like six thousand drivers like quit, like just in this area. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Which Boy. is like because majority of the people when you take them, they have another gig. They have like another job. Yeah. So when they don't they, really need it, need it. Yeah, when they had it, they were like, I don't need this. I'm not trying to get killed for this bullshit, you know what I mean? So yeah. then that's what happened but then on top of that business was bad during covid anyway so mm-hmm. both of those factors now the other ride share companies are a lot more um desperate for drivers yeah so, so they're, they're paying them more I paying guess. more and they're they're so greedy that it's still like a struggle a power struggle but it's like at least they're moving in the positive direction because before they were literally taking more and more they would be like you know how like the no show fee like you don't show up yeah like five bucks they moved it to like two dollars Oh, what? So they were basically finding like little ways to, to give you less and less. Yeah. But now they're it's slow. It's not like they're like, all right, bam, back to the the old Uber where we were, you were getting paid ridiculous amounts of money. But it's like they're going in that direction now. Yeah, they're getting ready to hike, hike up the price. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard for them because they're so greedy, you know. Well, one thing I noticed during COVID is that Uber Eats was getting so nice with refunds. People were really taking advantage of that. Yeah, yeah. Like people saying like the food never showed yeah, up. Yeah, or like it was wrong. 
I mean, I don't, obviously, I just don't feel like that's right. Like, I feel, even though they're a greedy company, like, yeah, well, yeah. like I just feel like that's just bad juju, bad yeah, karma. I'm just, yeah, facts. You man, know, I'm not yeah. trying to, I'm not trying to put that out there, but um, when I remember it happened because I think they actually got my order wrong and I was just yeah. like, great, I'm going to, I'm going to contact them. They're going to take so long. They're probably not going to give me my money back. Yeah. And they were just like, boom, it's like, oh, you've been given a full refund. And the thing is, I ate the food too. It was like wrong, but it wasn't like. Like, like so, so disgusting and horrible that you couldn't consume the food. Yeah, like I think they just they put it they put like some other sauce on there that I didn't want, or like it was like some it was said a chicken, it was beef or something. I was just mm. like, I'll still eat it. Forgot your diet, Doctor Kelp. Yeah, I can't eat this. <laughs> My drink. The, the water was not alkaline. I had to return it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of like gig work, you're also comedian. So when did you start? When did you get into comedy? And when did you start? Uh, um, so doing spots and stuff like that. So originally, the the thing is like I'm a, you know I I I got the the TV the series and you know life. Of yeah, age. life of age. We can talk about that. And so you know um we'll yeah I guess we'll talk about that you know afterwards. But that was originally so I did that and then that was about a comedian, and then it was like comedy writing that I was doing for it, and then like at that time I had done like my first open mic. But even now, I'm like, dang, like, I understand it more than I did back then when I was making, you know what I mean? But it was like, it was like the film. It's like yeah. Seinfeld, but more like dark humor and more like, that's like the mood, you know, like, there's more like drier. Because Seinfeld is like, for sure, you know, it's like that day to day. It's what they call actually um, French realism in film. And it's like, you, you ever see like those older French films where it's just like a one camera and it's, it's like, like some a, dude smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's, he's just living life. Yeah. But it's like, based off of, there's a couple things that make it interesting. It's like, so the reason why you can't just make that about anybody is because, one, the dude who's who makes it or anything, he sees the world differently. So it's like a very, like, you can make these regular situations more interesting or dynamic, right? Yeah. But then also... The person, when I say he sees the world differently, I mean like, yeah, I mean like the, the creator of it, the perspective. But then, you know, then also there's like that person who's the character. It's like he does things that are like weirdly like they're just, it's kind of like this great, it's, it's the same concept of comedy when you're getting on stage and telling jokes. It's like they're messing with you because it's like this dude is like a hero because it's like we relate to this stuff, but either I can't put it in words because it's like hard to or you know like it takes a certain level then also you got the balls to just say this stuff that other people that you're thinking yeah so I would say that even about comedy like comedy stand-up comedy is like 70% like the ability to word like things that a lot of people can relate to but they just can't like articulate it, in, it properly articulate exactly yeah. and then the 30% would be like just everyone could articulate that 30 but it's like they just like I'm not about to get on stage and talk about this personal stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have a job. I, I yeah, my yeah. family's gonna see this. Yeah, exactly. All that's that stuff. So exactly. Yeah, I think there's also like a a respect for comedians because it's like they put it all out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're really yeah. risking it for the biscuit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you know? man, the thing is though, I'm proud. Like I'm happy that like my mom like supports it. I was gonna ask you like yeah, how yeah. you're how, you're, how you're, you're, 
Like, how do they think about this? Your tree and your tree, your tree or your tree, right? Your tree, yeah, yeah. Um, they, um, no, it's because, you know, it's like you, you can relate, you know, East African, yeah. foreign family, you know, all that, you know, grew up, like, Muslim. It's like, they, that's the thing. The thing that, that they, that my mom, like, res- like likes about it, even though, because she doesn't like sometimes, and I'm like, dang, why'd you have to say that? Or why'd you have to curse yeah. in this part? But the thing that she respects and likes, first of all, I'm not, like, too raunchy or too crazy you know what i mean yeah but the main thing is even if i was it's like there's always like a a divinity to what i'm doing like you know like my mom was like is like a big like michael jackson fan right yeah that's most people in that generation most people are yeah everybody everybody i don't know who isn't but you know what i'm saying but anyway basically oh that snap was like very it was like you heard heard everything right yeah i was like wow (laughs) Whew. And so was, you just heard a gemmo, baby G. Hey, you gotta start doing a little number. Me, yeah, don't get me started, huh? A thrust, you gotta do a thrust. Archipella. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, so the thing that made him, like, obviously he was like, I think he's like the best musician personally, like, ever. That's what I think. But the thing is, like, behind everything he did, there was always, like, this divinity or, like, powerful reason to what his music was about. Like, it was always, like, it wasn't just, like, a song that you jam to, which is like fine because that's what music is, right? But it's like there was always like this, and that's sort of like the concept of like there's films that can be like really crazy or graphic, but it's like people respect it, even like a person who's like religious or cons- like when it has like this reason. Yeah, you it comes from like familiarity. Familiar, when it has like this purpose, it isn't just yeah. like this unnecessary like murder, sex. Murder, murder, So then what's drugs. Thriller? What's What would you say Thriller? What's What was the meaning behind that? The, like the entire album? I mean the song. I the think, song? Yeah. Oh, okay, the, the song, well that was like literally like thematic. That was a Halloween special. Yeah, it was yeah. a Halloween like thematic song because that's actually where, so the first people to have music videos were the Beatles. Yeah. Like music videos. But the first person to have, which is what everyone does now, it's like when, when the Beatles did music videos, it was literally just them performing. Yeah. Like, these songs with, like, oh, there's, like, a, a movie scene happening. That was Michael Jackson. Like, even what oh, these rappers are doing. Like, when like, they're at a mansion and there's, the like, mansion. Okay, booties and, hanging out. And, and a dude, like, a, or, you know, when they have the story, like, the dude's getting robbed, but the song's, like, the theme song. For the, oh, yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Jackson was the one to do that. Because Beatles had music videos again, but it was literally just them on stage. Like, before, nobody just, thought about I just about never it. thought about that. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Wow. Like, so, these themes. Like, you know how Beat It, he's, like... There's like the gang the fight, fighting. Yeah, it's it's like a movie. And the knife fight where they're holding each other, but they're like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and they're dancing. Yeah, and, they're like... and he actually, fun fact, he actually got real Bloods and Crips for that video. Are you serious? Yes. Like authentic Bloods and authentic Crips. Authentic Bloods and Crips. Dude, the set must have been wild. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of tension. Yeah, I'm a lot sure. of. T- <laughs> so what are they on? Yeah. No, what we on when they on? You gotta tell us. <laughs> He's like, you're lucky. You're lucky. It's only because of Michael Jackson. I instead. <laughs> so I imagine if they were actually Bloods and Crips doing the dance. Yeah, I'm sure. Wow, they you know how tempted they're probably so tempted to just like to really stab it's somebody. Like we can't use real; they're using butter knives. Using <laughs> um, butter knife. Yeah, no, but um, that's the yeah, that's so that's and that's what you see now. All, all the music videos are like that. It's like it's like a theme. It's like a dude meeting this dude, and it's this thing. It's a movie. I scene. can't think of a music video that isn't that like isn't that. like that. Yeah, yeah, and that should give you know show you his um level of influence. You know, what do I mean? you ever watch a music video? You hear a song and you watch the music video and you're like, yeah, this is kind of corny. I liked it before I saw the before video. Before I saw it, ruined it, yeah. There's times when I have better visuals. Maybe it's because, like, I into film. But I don't know. Maybe I feel like that happens to, like, a lot of people. Like you said, like, 
where they're just like they imagine something or they imagine something maybe not specific but just something and then like the video is like a whole nother direction yeah you're like that's not what i thought you meant when you said that it's interesting like your interpretation of the song is completely different yeah yeah, yeah, and especially happens with like like sometimes i'll hear hear like a trap song which would be like could have some depth to it like what is he you know this could be multi-dimensional and then you go to the video it's just about literally about just selling dope yeah and i'm like man man there's something there you could you could have taken it somewhere else yeah this girl's like bagging up weed and coke and yeah, shit, yeah. Like, girls bagging up you know there's like a pit bull on the, on the porch <laughs> yeah you know which is you know which has its merit but like i feel like you know you could have done something different with that mm-hmm. are you getting your little uh your, your little chick-fil-a yeah i'm just making sure he doesn't i just don't want him to be like he dropped it off and i'll never get it oh yeah a funny story is i talked about this on the podcast too before at this building I saw an Uber Eats guy drop off like some Popeyes and I left for the night. I just went out and I came back and it was still there. What? Yeah, so if that gives you some comfort in your heart. <laughs> that you know, no one will steal the Yeah, food. I think we're tucked in enough where like not enough people will like to roam around here. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. why that guy opened the door for me. Was exactly. Like, this guy, you know what I mean? He has shorts on. <laughs> uh, he has a lot of um, identifying traits. He's not really wearing anything, you know, like basic DC, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think he's here to commit any crimes. He's not here to steal anything. Although someone's bike got stolen once in this building. For real? Inside the building, too, yeah. Like, from another person who lives here? Um, so, like, my landlord was saying he doesn't know because the guy had a mask on. Oh, okay. But there's cameras everywhere. And uh, that, did, that did happen here. But I want to ask you. So, when you're doing your sets, right, do you ever have this voice in your head, which is, like, you want to say, like, a really, not dirty joke, but just a joke that might disappoint your parents? I think there's. But then the, you hold back on the raunch. You hold back on the raunch dressing. Yeah, I think I think CC. So what I think is like sometimes the like the raw um like crass observation. Like in general, I'll be like, damn, maybe for certain things. Like overall, not really, but like there's certain ones. I'm like, damn, this is pretty crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. can I just say this in front of people? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like, but I think that um again, like I don't like the the rawest one. Like I even think now that I have is like there's one where I'm talking about like. And even then, it's like showing me. It's like it's like how I felt like a father when I saw my um cousin, like my girl cousin, with a boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, like this one of the punchlines in it is like, "Bitch ass trying to fuck my cousin." You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. and he seemed like a nice guy, but still, bitch ass trying to fuck my cousin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I talk about like how I felt like a father, but that's like kind of personal. Yeah. But then even like my cousins who. I'm referring to... That's kind of wholesome, too. Like, yeah, exactly. You See, know, there's a level of, like, there's family values in that. In that, right? exactly. And I talk about, yeah, like, exactly, like, how I felt like a father and, like, how, like, it's natural, like, for me to hate him, like, and I don't have to like him, like, no matter... You know, just shit like that, but... Yeah. Point yeah, I'm trying, yeah. But why is that? Like, I'm going to go on a little tangent. Why Why are we supposed to not like it when our, like, our sisters or female cousins date other people? Because like, I just think you... I just think you. we, we just care and also... Like, from the culture we come from. But, I mean, any even, like, yeah. a American person that really gives a fuck about, like, his... I guess you care about the quality of the person. It's yeah, not yeah. Like... That's probably, like, the rawest one. And, like, my cousins even... Like, I think, like, one of them has heard that one before, right? And, like, even... Was it this specific female cousin who you were referring to? No, no, no. But I think it was her sister. Oh, so yeah. she was, like... So, so, um... Even that, like, they, like she kind of, like, rolled her eyes. But even then, it wasn't, like... I was like, so, you know, I wasn't like exposing her in any way. It was just, but it is like, I do acknowledge it being kind of raw of a joke. But again, like, that's the type of, 
like that level like when my mom hears that yeah she hasn't heard that one yet oh, when she hears that it's like ah like why did you have to say that and like what's but like even then like she understands because my comedy is all cerebral like all my like what do you mean by cerebral i mean it's just like it's very much like so i think we kind of talked about that yesterday a little bit when we were outside so comedy um you know like people see it as like a bar trick sometimes like oh you just get up and but it's like real the comedy at least that inspires me and like the the real art form like the one that's like you know they give they giving out mark twain prizes for and stuff like that yeah that's like so comedy is philosophy but it's a part of philosophy that makes you laugh interesting because philosophy can make you sad it can make you like just go into this thinking space and all this stuff or it make you laugh like all at the same time too but comedy is that it's like the parts that make you laugh sometimes make you you know cry make you cry and stuff yeah. like that but it's like that like i said there's like that level it's just that's what it does and those like all my influences like you know like george carlin like richard pryor all these people they're very you, we know george carlin right yeah he definitely had like a political edge to him yeah and yeah. it was just very and there was so much um just like perspectives on life like i remember even li watching him when i was little like a little kid mm -hmm. and i was like what the like what is going on like why is this person saying things that i thought you're just never supposed to like things that like you just you kind of come across in your head but you're like dang like there's no need to ever bring this up like societal blind spots right just, yeah, yeah just things or just even just regular day-to-day -day things that you never feel like then that's what when, when comedy and people are like no bullshit man no, 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 that's me like when they say that that's because of that they're like yo i just fucking did that shit yesterday when i came out the shower but you know it's so it's like those little things, I remember I was just so, like, it wasn't even like I was, like, laughing too hard. But it was like, I was just, like, he's talking about things that just, I don't even know you mention, let alone, like, to anybody. Like, to your brother or to your friend, let alone get on stage. And, yeah, on TV, you know, on TV and everyone can see you. And, and that's even a part of another thing, too, because one of my aunties loved George Carlin. Very okay. religious you know, Muslim lady. Yeah. And she loves George Carlin. So that's like shows you there's like a respect. And I probably won't even, he's, he was like really raw too. Like he'd say some shit like that was very. I've never seen like a full George a full, Carlin special. I've seen like the clips the on clip? like Instagram and YouTube and stuff. Yeah. About, okay. When he, yeah. to talk about the things that still are relevant today, which is crazy. Shows you how many things haven't changed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he was like the realest, like, that's the thing because now like people are, like for example, now like people consider like, oh, this is guy's a liberal, and he's, and he's you know, he has this view about this, and he's progressive and this. But even within that like liberal group, there's like so much like racism and like your prob like our problems are first, and we're hijacking your movement for this. You know that kind yeah, of like stuff. Yeah, like gentrification. And All stuff that stuff. Like, that. like even just you know what I'm saying. Just like did you see what happened yesterday? We well, saw that happen. That the, the, the dog. So what happened? We should tell people who are listening. Yeah, yeah. This is, it was an interesting situation. We were hanging out in Adams Morgan, and there's a lot of gentrifiers in Adams Morgan, people who just moved in from other places, and uh, they're predominantly white. And this dude, who looked like a gentrifier, came off as a liberal if you looked at him. Like He just had like a liberal essence. Some I don't know what, ha what happened, but I don't know, some drunk black kids were kind of like, they're kind of like messing with him a little bit. They're kind of just kind of yelling at him. I don't know, I didn't see the full story, but then he kind of got mad and, and like, pointed to a cop and told the cop to go to like arrest him 
Yeah, and you could see the whole time. He's like, get him. Yeah, he was get like, him. get him. He was so happy. And then, like, this is the same dude who would be at a Black Lives Matter march. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. And see, this is what makes George Carlin a special breed. This is not... If now, like, a guy, a white guy, anybody is like, all right, well, this liberal movement clearly has racism in it, and it doesn't really care about this. Like, they'll be like feminism but it'll just be about white feminist movement like it won't they won't care yeah you know and this is now if someone said that i'd be impressed he was saying this in the 70s he was saying um feminists could never care about black women's problems or latino women's problems he was saying this back then yeah what like 50 years ago almost man like what weren't you telling me that nirvana said yes that kurt cobain reminded me of that yeah it was an old interview actually he, he when he when they asked him about it, he was like, yeah, he was like, he didn't like deny anything or didn't say, I don't agree. He just said like, yeah, I remember I was pretty drunk or whatever. Yeah. So I guess he was telling more of the truth or whatever. But yeah. he basically just said that he said he felt that, um, he said he felt that like, like white people have ripped off enough of black culture where it's like enough is enough. But then also he just felt like rap was like so much into like this swag that white people couldn't like. Like, covet themselves covet, yeah because yeah. even rock and roll see rock and roll when you think of and i'm a rock fan I'm a, i like rock and roll i'm not i'm not too yeah, i like nirvana fan too yeah yeah i actually so i was gonna i like nirvana but i don't necessarily like grunge like the the genre yeah i like the bleach and then um Nevermind, the two albums i like those a lot and you know i like kirk Cobain, but um i like the rock that i like is i love like classic rock like you know like, like bon jovi rolling, all that rock rolling stones okay you know Jimi hendrix all that yeah. And then rock and roll, which is like, unfortunately, the face of it is, is Elvis because, you know what, but... He just ripped off a lot of... Chuck Berry, though, when I say this, I mean Chuck Berry, Little Richard, yeah. you know, Elvis Presley's bitch ass, you know, a <laughs> bunch of people in that. So that era, classic rock, and, and which is like the psychedelic, you know, Leonard Skinner, Jefferson Airplane, yeah. Rolling Stones, you know that. And then I like arena rock, too, like Guns N' Roses and... Those people Kiss that came up, and all that, all yeah. that stuff we came about, which is what they call arena rock, yeah, yeah so. or glam rock as well. Yeah, those three categories I like a lot. But if you even see, we could even like you could play that. There's a song um, called "Brown Sugar" by uh, Little Richard, and then the Rolling Stones covered it, and it sounds dope. But you can see like they're not ripping the guitar the same way. Like they're they're not rip like they're not. It's like the soul is taken out of it, which is like always. But I think with rock, what happened is. When I hear like Chuck Berry or Lil Richard, I think like there's like, damn, this is a standard of how they're doing it. Like none of the white guys are doing it this way. But those like Rolling Stones, those are still creatives. So it's like they kind of took it. And I do think, I think that they did their own thing with it though. Yeah. Like it's not, there's certain things that's not there. Like you can hear, because even with like rock, like Little Richard and all that, there's still soul in the rock. But, like, when the rock that people become accustomed to, the whitewash rock, it's like there's no soul in it anymore. It's just, like, with the and then they, they focus mainly on the guitar, which is, like, which if you hear, like, James Brown and all that stuff, it's, like, the guitar is, like, in there, but it's in harmony with all these other instruments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, like, it's not, like, the front instrument, like, the way it is in, like, you know, the Metal rock, or... All that stuff. Yeah. And then... There's like just like even when he's singing, it's still soulful, even though he's he's rocking out and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, like I I um I I like I'm a fan of Rolling Stones, like period. Like I even like because Led Zeppelin, they stole a lot too. Yeah. But I'm still I still appreciate their music. Like I'm take I'm putting my emotions to the side. But Rolling Stones actually they're great musicians, but they actually always give credit to shout out. Yeah, to like them. I guess a cover is more. 
you know, respectable. Yeah, they they constantly actually people don't even know um, Mick Mick Jagger, Jagged Studios over there responsible for. I don't know like that they just single handedly did it, but he's the one that worked on the James Brown movie. And then there's like a James Brown documentary you can watch on Netflix, and that's Jagged um, Productions too, which is Mick Jagger's. Like, oh, it's called uh, Jagged Productions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so clever. Oh, yeah. Mick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but not um. He would say it all the time. Like he'd be like, um, "Everything I do, like even like if you see him do his dance moves, they're like much stiffer and not as yeah, dope." Yeah, his as, hips don't move the same. Yeah, he's because he's, he's he's not James Brown. He doesn't have that, but he still did his own thing with it. Like I can still appreciate that and be like, "This is dope." But once you're trying to compare it, then it's like, "No, you you're not." But yeah, if, I mean it's hard to compare music because like yeah. mean, even like comedy, right? It's hard to like. It's people, hard, yeah. Like I don't know how you can say. XYZ comic is the best comic in the world because like you can't there's no like uh, there's no litmus tests yeah yeah, you know, feel, yeah. For, for it's, it's all different it's all, yeah. it's, it's all taste different a lot of people like um, Chappelle as the greatest a lot of people rank him as the great but I think he's like um, one of the best like top two top three but the reason why I don't think he is though is because so the thing I personally like over like overall like it's hard to say like you said like because every, everybody has their things are good at all that, but overall, I think it's Richard Pryor. Yeah, but he, that's also like a different generation. A gener- right? and, and I think that even speaks more values because I can, exactly, that's important because I was going to say that. Yeah. So the reason why, personally, I think that is because Chappelle is like, he's one, he's one of my biggest influences and he's one of, he's like, I said second or third, you know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah. say like, but I'm like, he's overwritten. No, he's definitely, but the thing is this, is like, for modern times, I'll say that for he is the best for modern times. But the reason why I overall I give it to Richard Pryor is because, so because Richard Pryor to me is dictionary comedian because Chappelle got gets a lot of his revere. He's dope as a comedian. He's like one of. The, but the reason why people put him at number one so confidently is like how he's able to talk about these like these important things or these things that can make people uncomfortable, and he'll put him in this joke. And that kind of relates to what I was saying, like the divinity or like the deeper reason to why you do something you know what i mean which is what my mom like respects about it or what and that's what he does so in that case you could say he's the best but the thing about richard pryor is like richard pryor is like you even see comedians dave Chappelle does it chris rock does it's like they'll tell you like a story but it'll be like the part of the story that they could make funny yeah and then after that it'll like they're just like that's the end of the joke but with richard pryor he could literally go like i woke up in the morning wiped the fucking coal from my eyes thought this shit was apple fucking crumbs or some shit like the whole day like you can tell it's like when he's just he could write a story and like the whole story could almost be funny which is like with like dave Chappelle or any other great comedian it's like they'll write a story or they'll write this thing and it's like they're able to make this part funny so that's the part they're going to include so do you find yourself always workshopping your bits in your mind and like you have like a pet you have like an app out or like a a sketch pad or something or some little notebook um, that you carry around? Originally, like, originally, I wasn't even, like I said, because I felt like, man, I could just come in here and just talk. Yeah, I'm talk. already funny. Yeah, I'm naturally I'm, funny. I'm naturally funny, yeah. yeah. So I used to, back then, what I would do is I would just um actually, I just felt like I could just go and then, like, get on stage. And I didn't even have, I didn't even have structured jokes. They were just, like, crass observations. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, basically the, the, the thing, remember I was actually saying to you yesterday is, like, the thing that makes you the type tell the certain types of jokes is like you certain concepts that come from like a view you have on life. So I would just have these things and just be like, I'm gonna just yell this shit on stage. You know what I'm saying? And this yeah. is 
But now, see, because, like, knowing how to structure a joke, you can learn. But, like, that crass observation, to, the best example, and I use it a lot, not even for comedy, but for, is like this. You know Cyclops from X-Men? Yeah, that's the one with the laser with eyes. With the laser. Right? Yeah. So, the beams coming straight out of his eyes, that's, like, the talent and the art. And, and then... And then the, the goggles he's wearing is like understanding the joke structure, like where he knows how to point it. So someone could know that joke structure, but if they don't have that raw, just like artistic expression. That's innate. Innate, exactly. Yeah. Then they can't mold. They don't have nothing dope to mold into, uh, you know, like a joke or something like that. So that's like where, and that's like the same with anything, like how people can go to music school for 12 years and not do anything in music and that's what i'm like what i mean by that is like there's this like a musician that doesn't like they study music theory of people that didn't go to music school My, james brown couldn't even read notes most musicians can't read music. can't read notes yeah so there's people in going to school and that school is good i'm not saying that but i'm saying that school is literally like the goggles yeah the beams are just like the feeling or the thing like i know i want to jam out or i got something to say or or you know I need some or like something like that, and then it's someone shaping you. That's why I like when you see like these dudes that will go to scout people or scout people is like, damn, if this dude is like, I used to think that when I was younger. I was like, man, this dude is like the scout or the guy who knows how to make it. Why can't he just train his nephew to be like this? But he doesn't. His nephew might have the natural, not that, have the natural that natural ability. thing to 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 shape into but that. Do you ever feel like we talk? You talked about music school. That these music schools or like these classes can sometimes inhibit your creativity. I think so. You go in there getting more, where you have this. You go in there having your own style, flavor. But then you have now you have this idea of what a musician is, what a comedian is. So then it makes you sound like everybody else because that's who you're training under and that's who you're learning from. Yep, that's that's. I'm glad you brought that up because that's very important. Because the thing is, is actually I was even reading uh, what I like to what I like to think about it as is like even in screenwriting. There's actually, like, you can read books right now on screenwriting about this, that, but there's some books that'll keep it a bean at the end, and they'll be like, this is just a guideline of stuff that has worked before. Technically, there are no rules. Yeah. Meaning, this is important to understand, but don't let this inhibit. You see what I'm saying? What you yeah. feel, because there are technically, you no. Know, there's classic, uh, there's a movie, uh, not Citizen Kane, you know, that's like the one of those, like, classic films that people like to referred to in film school and all that but there's like film there's like all these um films that you can look at and some of them good and like they're literally like a conversation that's a whole movie and it's like maybe for someone from this generation low attention span you they wouldn't like enjoy it too much yeah but like if you even just focused a little bit you would enjoy it meaning this movie is breaking all the rules of film and it's still dope what's the movie called again um this is not citizen kane this is like I don't even remember. That's what I'm saying. I feel yeah, yeah. bad now. Citizen mean. Queen. Yeah, Citizen Queen. Let's call it that, yeah. <laughs> Just let's say that. Let's yeah, yeah. call it that for the yeah, sake for of now. The, Citizen yeah. Queen. But now, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, and even uh, that was the whole thing about Seinfeld. Going Now we're going, we coming full circle with this whole conversation. Oh, here we go. We hooking it up. Yeah, yeah. So Seinfeld was called. By the way, like, I think the most successful TV show ever if I'm not mistaken. Really? Historically? I think, yeah, it was more like... More than Friends, which I'm more, not a big fan of more than Friends. Um, well, Friends was like, they ended, um, Seinfeld was like, he left while he was on top. Like, he oh. didn't get canceled. He was just like, I'm out. I just want to leave. But it's called The Show About Nothing. It is about nothing. So it's literally a I show. I love it, though. It's but a good show. That's what I'm saying. It's so good. And then it's saying, just because it did that, it doesn't mean you throw away all these rules that have worked before, but you don't let these rules hinder you or bind you or make you feel like 
Because again, something great can be rules. Rules are more. That's what people need to understand. All these rules are basically people seeing what has worked before and saying the wrong thing to do is to try to recreate what they're doing. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna try to right. That's the wrong thing. But the right thing is this has worked before. Let me take from this what I can use. So that's why I have an understanding of this. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to study the game and you want to. But again, it doesn't make you. It doesn't like block you out or make you feel like. And that would come from. It could come from obviously just people too much in your ear telling you the wrong things. But then yeah, it could be like a lack of belief in the art. Because I was remember I was on on the set of Life of H. I had producers telling me like this is not what. Netflix one, just weird stuff, and I'm yeah. like, you like four. I'm not even You're like, dude. To... Do you have a Netflix show? Like, did Netflix tell you this themselves? To tell you this themselves, exactly. And then at the what end, you're projecting, the... right? Yeah. yeah, it's exactly, man. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's basically just that that that's because they have that. They don't have that like inner calling where it's something in you like, yo, I need this and this, and I'm willing to learn. I'm always willing, but it's certain things they'd be like, we gotta cut this out, and I'd be like, no, I want to keep this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm we gonna keep this, and that was like where that like that conflict came from a little bit but it was like that what i'm saying is like they would try to say i'm 49 and i've been doing this for this long and two things first of all you clearly didn't go too far and i'm not trying to be messed up but <laughs> clearly you're going too far but then also even if you did those rules are not binding like they're not like yeah they still don't mean like you have to do this because there's even been times rocky my bad. Were you gonna say something? Oh no, I was gonna say, and it's also fluid, right? Because the rules are always changing. What you can put in things, what you can't put in things, is always yeah. It's subject to time, culture, perspective. So, the rules. If you're, he said, you said he's forty nine. If he's forty nine, he's he's probably projecting rules from like the eighties. Yeah, you know. What I'm right. Saying? He's like in the eighties. You know. He's like, I want to put this interracial couple. In the, no, you can't. Netflix will never buy that. Yeah. I'm like, have you seen Netflix? Like yeah, recently? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? So you're a big Seinfeld fan. Yeah, yeah. And like one of my favorite characters on Seinfeld is Kramer. Right? Oh, yeah. So how do you, how do you oh, negotiate that? As a comic? That? As um, a comic, what he did? As, a, as like a person, do you feel like you <laughs> see it the same way? Because I remember that happened when we were young, too. So I, was, I have a rule about the incident. comedy. We should, t- we, should tell what, we should tell about what happened. So what happened was yeah. he was bombing horribly at this comedy club. And then he just started throwing out like, you know, like just like hard R N words like at people in the crowd. And just like, if this was 60 years ago, you'd be hanging from a tree. Yeah. And he was just doing that. And it was like a frustration. So first of all, let me just say, people that do that, like that that, that explode like that, that's literally their frustration with being white or their frustration with like black awesomeness. Like they're just like, I'm yeah. just mad because everywhere I go, they're just awesome. Yeah. And that's why. So that's literally what, that's the root of racism. We could go. Back to thousands of years ago. This is like the. You're gonna whole, get Hotep on us. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get. Uh, we we could do. I'm not, I won't. I won't. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Like I want to just connect his action to literally the the action of just every racist worldwide. Yeah. Like why they do what they do. It's literally like a couple thousand year old case of jealousy. It's just what it is. And the yeah. real people will keep admit that. And he was. I guess he was also mad because the hecklers were the ones who were black, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was like, "You would be from go to your place. You're like, you know, how dare you speak to me." And that's that, that frustration because yeah. it's like I, you know, in, in a regular society or regular day, we're in a coffee store. If we're at a bar, I feel inferior to you because, you know, girls will like you. You you're got more swag than me, all this. But one thing I can do is say this on stage or I can kill somebody. To, you know, that's yeah. where it comes from. But what I actually think, though, is, though, I don't think anything should have happened to him like. 
physically because you know why did he get beat up i don't know i'm i think he might have gotten like really something i don't i don't know at the spot i think like later oh in the day in the night yeah you know someone just recognizing him and just like you're Kramer, motherfucker. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Beat your ass, bitch. But no, the thing is, I actually think that comedians should be able to say whatever they want on stage. But, but I'm going to be able to recognize, like, all right, you're clearly a racist bitch because you're like, you're like, hey, I'm just saying this on stage because it's a part of my joke. But you can tell the joke if it's like they wanted a way to just be racist or they really had like a dope joke to say. And then. I think that, so if I know like hmm, like the Kramer situation or somebody even where it's like, hmm, he made this joke and it wasn't even that funny and he had to be racist or that, I think that it, it, it exposes like the type of person you are, meaning I won't want to shake your hand. I yeah. won't want to respect you. But I don't think because cause that stage is where you're allowed to say what you want. So I don't think you should get your ass beat for it. But I think if people are like, yo, I don't respect you no more, that should be happen. Like yeah. that should happen. There should be natural consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can say what you want, but the, there will be consequences. Exactly. Because it's like, clearly I know your real intention or I know, and it was just in bad taste. You know, because I mean? it's almost, I don't even think, like, I don't even think it's like, I don't think like, like George Carlin, Louis uh, used to, you know, Louis would say. Louis, he had a cartoon show at one point, right? No, that's, he had, that was on Louis Anderson, like the, the chubby. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, I'm talking about the Me Too Oh, Louis, Louis C.K. C.K. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, without the initials, I guess. It's yeah. Louis C.K. But him, he had a show that was like... um. So, him, he's used the N-word a couple of times on stage. And he's one of, like... But the thing is, even his or have been in, like, great context. They are still like, whoa. Yeah. This white man just... Was it hard art? Yeah, it was hard art. Was, was hard art. Yeah, what are these jokes? I've never... Um, he's had one where he said... uh, He was talking about how people always, like, act like Mark Twain is, like, this... The first part made it funny because he said, I can't remember the first part, but the first part he was saying, like, people think, like, everything Mark Twain says is the gospel. Like, Mark Twain said it, but he's like, he had a character called Nigger Jim. So I don't think, I don't think everything, and he just called him that. That was his character in the thing, Nigger Jim. So he was saying, like, he was just calling that guy, you know, that through the entire, that's what he decided to name him and address him by the whole the whole book. Yeah. So he was saying everything he says is not necessarily so genius. Yeah, he's not this like prophetic dude. Yeah, yeah. He's and he an was author. using that as an example. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can tell he's like, oh, this is a perfect chance I can say it. Yeah. But also it's clever. And he's he said like, see, the thing is like. He was I, kind of paraphrasing like, I didn't say Mark Twain did Mark it. Twain. So the responsibility goes on Twain. Exactly. And he's, he gets to say it scot-free. Yeah. And then he's had another show. one. Actually, it's funny that you said that because he's had another one where he says, um. Every time a white guy says the N-word, you just made me say it in my head. <laughs> you just made me say it in my head. That's kind so of it's true. really your fault, yeah. But anyway, so he's, he's um, yeah, he's had, bro, I've, because I'm. Yeah, because he, he also had the thing where he was, like, masturbating in front of people. That was the Me Too thing. That was the thing. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And that was, like, his whole thing, you know, so that kind of. He's still touring and everything, but it's, like, it's just, like, it was crazy because there were so many jokes. Like every comedians always make like these perverted jokes, yeah. but then it's like they dip into it and then they're clearly joking. But he would like have like ten minutes about like perversion and like things like creepy. So it's like this motherfucker's an expert. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like this motherfucker is an expert. Like if you just dig in a little bit. Yeah, I swear joke. people always tell on themselves. Yeah, if you just listen listen to people's comedy, what they talk about, what their favorite subjects are, I'm probably telling myself all the time on this podcast. <laughs> You guys just go back and listen to the old episodes and just, <laughs> just tell me what I'm... Here he said this. Oh, we figured it out. Piece it together. 
So, yeah. but uh, I was gonna ask you um, the fact that like when I still see skits of Seinfeld, right? Like I see the Kramer skits; they're still funny to me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah I still fuck with it. But yeah, like, yeah. it's just you kind of have to detach the art from the artist. And sometimes you can do that, and sometimes you can't. But yeah, I think yeah. with the case of Kramer, um, I don't think he was like a racist character on the show. No, no, yeah, yeah. He was just frustrated, and he just like let out how he really felt and as a person. But I don't, yeah, it doesn't. I don't think it takes away from. Like, just the character he... Yeah. Do you was. feel like Portlandia is kind of like a modern-day Seinfeld? I feel like skits? it's like an attempt. It's uh, an attempt. Did you has... like it? I kind of... I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was I good. Like, it was that cool. Show. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's a good one, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Insecure. I haven't finished Atlanta. Yeah, it's very... It's different in the sense of... um, It doesn't have like a... But Louis, Louis and Seinfeld didn't either. But Louis was like much more cinematic and like darker humor and all but it was like the same thing it would be like sometimes there were structures and and, but sometimes it was just him living life like a day yeah you know sometimes it was like something's happening but the thing that made it dope is like it would be it would just be so everything would just be relatable or he'd take concepts from other things but then he just like destroy them at the end like there was like this time when he was on tour actually i think it was the last episode which didn't like it wasn't like a purposeful last episode it was just like the last time episode was made but it was like a a comedian he met on the road and like they didn't like each other because that dude was like the kind of comedian that basically what we were saying like he's not about the art form he's like comedy's just like a bar trick you just get on stage and you just say some stuff and he was getting laughs and louis was bombing because louis was like the new york comedian he was trying to be more philosophical yeah yeah, yeah. and and this guy was more of just like i do comedy and i get paid and he was just like not like those like black t-shirt you know like um, a black t-shirt comic is that what they're that, called that's what they're called like the louis like the george carlin yeah, yeah that yeah. kind of you know what i mean which is like all are my biggest those that black t-shirt comedians are, are you a black t-shirt comedian sometimes you know in the beginning actually, that's I a used, great t-shirt man i'm gonna report you to the comedic union comedian, yeah he didn't wear a black t-shirt this. Yeah, yeah. but actually in the beginning i used to to pay homage i used to wear only a black t-shirt i, I would get fresh i wouldn't be like the like the white comedians I was paying honor to or paying homage to, they would have like soggy jeans on and some like, you know what I'm saying? But I would be fresh, but but like the, the t-shirt would, would be black, black t-shirt. You, you consist, gotta keep it consistent. Yeah, but now, you know, I just, I wear like dark colors and stuff like try to, but that's, but I don't like. Well, I guess all of it has to do, I never thought about that, like everything. So when you have a set, let's say you have a set, you have a set today actually. Yeah, yeah. So when you think about it, do you like say, okay, I gotta wear these shoes because do you think all of it has like an effect on the crowd? I used to feel like in the beginning the black t-shirt made, it just unlocked this energy in me and it would make me funnier. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Then one time I killed it in a yellow shirt and I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like a rule broken. <laughs> yeah, and I still did really well but nah, I, that's what I try to um, go for. I'm chilling right now. I got shorts on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like you're really comfortable in your, in your comedy. So how long are these sets though? Well, now I'm hosting this so that okay. means, yeah, so it's like in the beginning I'm gonna get like probably like 10 or 15 and then like in between each comic like three minutes two minutes okay so total it's like maybe almost 20 maybe all together like that so that's how long does it take you to compile 20 minutes of material so like material the way you know like i was saying is like jokes like whenever you watch like you know an hour special a lot of most people don't know this is like they have like an hour's worth of jokes like ready and they've tried these jokes like at different open mic so they're not fresh no 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 so see a lot of people so they will say stuff in between like yesterday night when i did i did i said like three different things that i just made up and they got laughs yeah but the the rest of the seven minutes was was like 
stuff I had. Like, one of them, I remember I was, like, I said something. It wasn't even, like, too funny, but I was, like, when I was, like, who went to college and, like, only, like, a couple people raised, and I was, like, nobody else went to college, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, like, laughed. Yeah. There was, like, two other things I said that were all, and all those things are made up. Like, the comedians are making those up, you know, like, when you watch those hour specials. Yeah. But, like, those jokes, jokes, those are, like, jokes that they've worked on and reshaped and re... I actually just saw, actually, it was only available on Spotify, like, on, um... You know Tom Segura? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. he's dope. He's dope. He's funny. But yeah. he um he's had this joke that I think is so funny about um it was like a dude that picks him up in the car service and it's like an old dude and he's like, Yeah, I had sixty dollars, so you know, I was like, Fuck it, let me get car service, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he said he gets in the car and it's like an old man, but the old man's like, Hey sir, excuse me, sir. All right, and he's like, I hate it when an old guy calls me sir it's so, dehumanizing a little yeah bit. he just felt so he told him like you don't have to call me sir and he said as soon as i said that all the professionalism went out the window and he said he pulls a joint out of his thing right <laughs> and he's like and he's like i can't drive unless i'm fucked up and he's like what so you're fucked up right now and he said that and he, the dude's like come on hit this and he's like i hit it out of respect because he's old you know what <laughs> i mean <laughs> but i actually heard that joke like the entire joke you know the, so the one of the funnier parts of the jokes is like he goes in and says like I do, um, you know, I do, I like, I, I love, yeah, he was like, you know, I try, like, meth, I try coke sometimes, but I love smoking weed, right, and he was like, and he was like, isn't that stuff bad for you, like, at your age, he's like, oh, no, only if you don't do it a lot, and he's like, I think they mean, when they say that, they mean, like, chocolate and, like, soda, I don't think they're talking about crack, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he asked him, he was like, no, he said, like, you know what it's like smoking crack, and he was like, no, man, he was like, oh, <laughs> it's like that was his description yeah but that joke the whole joke it's obviously funnier if he says it but i actually on spotify it wasn't available on, on netflix they're on Spotify because he has like four specials on netflix yeah there was like a six he had like two more on spotify that i'd never seen i was like what and i thought it was like a new these were literally like he was using these jokes but they weren't as sharp they were like oh. more, so you could see. I was like, Damn. so he was workshopping on Spotify, and then the, the the refined stuff was going on to Netflix. But if 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 um if something that like that was a special, what I was referring to, so it was like a less popular special. So that means even before it got on that, he was workshopping it. So he had probably tried by the first the one I said where it wasn't as dope. Yeah. On the other one, even before that, he probably tried to joke like forty times to get it somewhere. By the time it was on what I saw on Netflix, probably like a hundred times. He wow! Mess with the joke and this because I remember, I was certain words that he used. It's funny. So you're literally memorizing a script when you're doing an hour special. You you are, but the thing is, you're kind. It's actually it's the the, the difference is it's more like memorizing a story because each joke is like a story. And that's but then like, also the way you say it, the way you say the wording. it, yeah, yeah, little things, little little things are they make the joke better. But sometimes when you say it again, there's little things that you might add or not say. Unconsciously, unconsciously, yeah. because because like for example, I don't remember no jokes word for word like memorize in the beginning. That's what I used to do. I used to ride around and listen. What to do you a, call a a cow with yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> and just memorize it and keep playing it again and again until I had like now now you remember them as as like each joke is like a story because right now if I not because even if you didn't practice because I'm saying remember we practice but even if you didn't practice but you tell a story every time you're at a party about something that happened to you you don't know it word for word like the car hit the building you just remember like an event and you kind of tell it a little bit different every time but overall it's the same but if you told it a good amount of times you're going to remember it now 
like more accurately, but still not in the same sense of memorizing a script, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's still like you remember the pictures and the images of what makes it. Because it's, it's a story that's personal to you, so yeah, it's active. You're exactly. Not like, you're not reading for a show or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then that's what allows you to say the things with passion or say it, you know, because sometimes that's a thing that can happen, especially if you feel like, oh, this crowd is not. It's like you kind of will go out of um, the, like, energy of the joke, and you're kind of just, it seems like you're more just saying it, like, I went to the store and this and that, but you yeah. kind of just, because comedy, that's what makes comedy hard, man. It's a conversation. I might not, it might be a mostly one-sided conversation, but I'm still talking to the people. Like, it isn't like I'm just, like, talking and then, like, they're, you, you're talking to them. Yeah. And that's what allows you to add the funny things in or change things or target it towards somebody or whatever. It's like you're, you're having a conversation and you want them to, to understand you and, and get you. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. the whole concept. Yeah. Talk to me. I talk back. Exactly. Let's talk money. I talk back. Exactly. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I, a perfect yeah, it's a way to um I just thought about that real quick. Yeah, bro. That's but what it is. Do you ever do you ever do improv you improvise like you're on stage and like Yeah, um even I'm um, actually uh hosting is the most improvising because I'm it's not my job to make them laugh actually. You have to kind of get prepped up. Prep everybody for the laughs. I just yeah. You're tucking the, you're tucking them into bed. Yeah. And but then the, the comic comes out and he's the he's the bedtime story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. it's not actually my job to make them laugh when I'm hosting. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'll try to do that. You know what I mean? I'll try. But yeah, that's that's the the job is to just get them like prepped for the comedians and stuff. You know? But um, yeah, you know that's the thing. It's just you gotta you gotta get better at that stuff because. Because rooms, like, me and Yannick were talking about this, and it's true. In the beginning, well, this shows you how much work comedy is, man. In the beginning, I used to even be like, all right, now I understand. You got to just get these. Because remember, I said the jokes that I said that they worked on for these specials, they'll have a number. They'll be like, I got to get 50 laughs for this joke. Like, How do you measure it? What's the, what, what's the unit you measure a laugh in? I, so, well, if, if each part, like, if there's a joke... That I'm working on, yeah. I'll put a star next to a part of it that keeps working. Okay. And then sometimes I'll try to rearrange the words, see what works. But that's what I'm saying. Like they'll go to, and you won't. When you go, you it'll be weird to you when you see like Bill Burr, or Chris Rock at these clubs because it's like it's still a big deal, and they're such comedic geniuses that they'll be able to get something out of you, and then stuff that they tried because of their amazing improv. Yeah. But also stuff that they're just naturally funny. So they write ten jokes. Some of them are going to be funny. But when they try new jokes, they do bomb some jokes. Wow. But it's just, there's no cameras in there. It's super, so you don't know. you'll never see it. But yeah. you'll see that special where, but, but like I said, since they're naturally funny, they're com comedians. Cause, so out of 10, they write a lot will be funny. Yeah. But there's ones that they'll be like, oh, no? Okay. Well, that's natural. That's like for, like if you have like the top scientists, like, like Michael Fauci or something or. Like he probably has experience. Oh, is that Doctor Fauci? Doctor Fauci? Is it I Michael? Never, I never knew. That. I literally just guessed. He looks like a Michael. Michael. I never knew. We're that, gonna call him Michael. Michael Mike Fauci. F. You know, there's probably he's a genius, but he's probably had failed experiments or research or stuff like that. So hell yeah, that's man. just natural. Yeah, man. So exactly. So that's what. By the time it makes it to a special, yeah, it's had you know a lot of like weathering and a lot of like changing yeah. and everything. But and also the crowd. Like, let's say you're going to a special. That crowd is gonna laugh regardless. Yeah, because it's you. Because it's you, and they pay to come see you, and they're already your fans because yeah, they paid a lot. Yeah, and they don't yeah. want to go and not laugh, so they they have they have an incentive to laugh. To laugh, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's the kind of the the balls in your court either way when you're exactly. doing that. Exactly. Um, have you ever gotten like your jokes stolen? 
Uh, is, that, is that as as a big of a deal as I feel like people make it seem um, from people, the outside? I don't think it's ever happened. Well, so there was a time where there was a there was a joke I had, and I was like, you know, people are like, "Thanks for saving my life," but this doesn't change anything. And I'm like, I saved your life. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, you wouldn't even be here to bother me about that $10,000 I owe you. I saved you, you know, something like that. And then some dude was like, hey, I like that. And um, I forget something. He was like, but I have something similar. It was like he was saying I kind of was working on that. But when you did it, it, like, made me know how I wanted to go. And I was like, mm, oh, I don't know about kinda, that. That's kind of weird, right? That's yeah. kind of weird. I don't know if I, but that was the only time. But, um, there's been t- that sounds really clever. Like he's like, I'll pretend I've already been working on it, and then I'll, and then like I'll just, just say, oh, but you know what? Now I'm gonna change it because you you made, you opened my eyes up. You're such yeah. a good comic. You know what's funny though? One time I saw and this dude. Like I'm not even trying to, but like you, I just think you should quit then if you're gonna do this because there was a dude who had an open mic. Again, this is where you try new shit, yeah. you experiment. This dude used Godfrey's jokes. Oh, Godfrey, like, the Nigerian. Uh, and I was like, does yeah. this nigga know that people, like, I don't know if other comedians knew, but I was like, I know this joke. And it was a joke about, he was also Nigerian. It's about like, plantains or something? Nah, it was about um, when people find out I'm Nigerian, they're like, oh, I thought you were regular black. And it's like. He, everybody knows that. Yeah, like, what a douchebag. I was I, like. I said, didn't, yesterday, oh, you weren't there, Yannick. I called, uh, I called Yannick a regular black yesterday. Yeah. And that's what I was referring to. Because so everyone knows that. So this idiot uses it at the at the open. It was only like twelve people that watching, but I'm just like, oh. what? Like to me, that's a sign. Like you are just not. You're an idiot because, like, this is an open mic. It's not even like gotta kill this show, so I'm gonna use <laughs> jokes. It's like this is the open mic. This is like going to the like the gym, like to practice. And you're and I was just like, and people didn't even laugh. I was like, damn, you the the delivery is that, but that you can't even get it to you know get his joke to be funny because that is something like, you know, like no, they say certain jokes, not all jokes. Certain jokes only, like, the comedian who made it can say it the best. So yeah. even if you do somehow steal it, like, you'll be exposed eventually. But even if you're not, you're not saying it's dope. Yeah, the, Dave Chappelle talked about that when he got his little, he had his little problem with Netflix. Or, no, what was it, Amazon? Something like that. Netflix. It was, no, it was, in, it was HBO, HBO. HBO, yeah. yeah. He was saying that, like, back in the day, like, this dude. He, like, he made, made fun of him or something like that, right? No, no, no. He said a dude, uh, no, that he did say that. He said the dude was like, what do I need you for from the executive? But he was comparing it to a dude stealing his joke back in the day when he was like 16 years old and yeah. like he was like a kid. And um, yeah, he'd been doing it. That's the one thing about Chappelle is interesting. He'd been doing it for so long. But I feel like, so he had a lot of time to just work on because I don't think I could have done I remember one time I thought about it at like 16. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it would have been better to start earlier no matter what, right? That's true, but at but, the same time, yeah, I was gonna add. Yeah. What I was gonna add was, I don't feel like I was like gritty enough, or I had enough life experience to to talk about. It like, could have turned you off. Like you could have had a bad experience with at comedy. sixteen, and when you're sixteen, you're impressionable. You could have gotten traumatized on stage and be like, "I'm never doing it again." And then that would have been you would have been an accountant. That's it. You would have been an accountant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you would have never gone back. Hums of the accountant in a cubicle. Yeah, the cubicle with other humses. Yeah, with like other humses. Yeah, with other humses of. From that region and other regions. Yeah, yeah. all East African humses <laughs> yeah. bringing in Jared to lunch. Like, I will, yeah, I'll I was, save you a seat. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, you know, I was going to be a comedian, but my mother told me to stop wasting my time and focus on things that are going to give me financial stability. I have to ma- make them proud. And, you know, I'm getting going to get married soon. My mom's looking for somebody. So yeah. I really got to support my future kids. <laughs> I, I, can, I just imagine all you guys, like, Dress up in corporate like attire, and, yeah, like yeah. in like the break room, like giving each other's gershes, yeah, like the like, yeah, yeah. like just everyone's feeding each other, like yeah, yeah, you know, it's great having the stability. And these are the dudes that boost like these these East African girls, but it was also Drake was the main culprit. 
Yeah, man. Like me is like personally because I I I I'm confident and I like talk to other women. Yeah. So I don't really feel like. But I, you know, when I see a a bad Puerto Rican girl, I see a bad Ethiopian girl. I approach the same way. But the thing is, they have this vibe now. Like, oh, like you know, I'm a bad bitch, and Drake shouted me out, and there's a yeah. bunch of like my price just went up. Yeah, my yeah. price went up. You know what I'm saying? So me, I just don't. Those dudes that we're referring to, the alternate me. Yeah. Those dudes are what like boost that because they're like you're the most beautiful girl ever oh my god you know what i mean and they just <laughs> they just make them like they already have that attitude thanks yeah, to they're Drake again. really hard yeah, on like yeah. so it was they're probably on habish of queens on instagram yeah, yeah the specific line was that young east african girl trying to take you to the motherland something, something. but it was a whole slew of other things like them being in music videos you know like him being spotted with like girl you know stuff like that mm-hmm. it was a slew of events but it was that that bar that like tore open the, the the black hole, you know. Just yeah. So, what's her porn name? Um, Sophie B- B- Broussel or whatever. I've never watched any of. So I've never seen it. But I, I, I think I've like. What's a, porn? Yeah, what's <laughs> porn? Yeah. <laughs> Mia Khalifa actually, she, I feel bad for her. She said like she regrets all that shit she because ripped her off. Yeah, they because they. Do you think it's because just because now she's saying it's like I didn't I barely made any money and I'm just like I'm just like. There's nothing private anymore. Like someone can just go online and see me, and then the dude, the dude even like added insult to injury. The dude interviewing, he's like, "You're just a Google search away." <laughs> it was on he's, BBC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. an English dude. It was a British dude. Yeah, yeah you saw, saw it. Yeah. You saw it. All right, cool. So no, but that's what he said. I was like, "Ah, like, you're was... on my favorites. Look at you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just lovely, darling. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. I'll have a little Very wank ethnic. later. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's crazy. But that's what she's saying. But then also, like, damn, she didn't get money from it. Like, it's crazy. She I got don't 30K, know. she said, right? Was that it? Man, I don't To me, personally, man. That's I'm, not a lot. That's I'm, not enough. Two million isn't enough for that, man. Yeah. Too. You're literally, that stink of, like, what you did is, like, there forever. That's the worst thing. Forever. Like, not even about, even if some dude was like, I don't care. You know, I don't, uh, I love you and I'm, you know, going to make love to you looking at you in your eyes yeah. and all that shit. It's still like for you and like for, you know, that shit is just crazy, man. And then if you have kids, right? Yeah, Imagine man. like your kids like just because they're going to Google their mom at one point and then they're going to see that's traumatic. Like, the internet's going to be more of a thing in the future. Like it's, it's already gonna be holographic. Like they're going to like summon, they're going to summon the internet. They're going to say Alexa search for this and then it's going to be, they're going to be in the scene. They're going to be transported in the scene. Of this porno, porno. Oh my gosh. And like you're having dinner, like turn it off. And all of a sudden you're back in, the, in like the dining room. It's, that's how the internet's gonna be, yeah. man. Technology is gonna be indistinguishable from magic. Isn't that what they say? They actually, yeah, yeah. They say that um, for, for people, for people um, in the past, it's about 100 years or, or around 100 years to where it seems like magic. Like when the, if I had an iPhone in like 1920, yeah. they would think I was like some sorcerer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could go back with it. Yeah. They would either kill you. I feel like if you were black, they'd kill you. Yeah, they'd be like, he has this magic. Ugh. But I don't care. I'd bring like Voodoo. A, a modern assault rifle, too. I'll but how, you, you can't kill everybody, man. Like, yeah, you can't kill You'd have to kill enough person. people to where they, they got scared. And you wouldn't tell them you'd have any more ammo. Because <laughs> you can't bring that much with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, but they did have like Tommy guns and stuff back then, so they would have been able to put up. Years ago, go. I would go farther. Farther, farther. You'd be like. But then you'd also have to change your standard of living. Like you wouldn't have running water, you you wouldn't have like toilets, but you'd be like the king. Yeah. That's the yeah. Imagine we live better than the average king did like a thousand years ago. Yeah. The only thing that's better is like they had like servants and they had like. But people, we could have that now if we really want. Like if you worked hard enough, you could have. If you had enough money, you could get servants now, and you'd have the standard of living. So you'd be living like. 
you not even like it's just like be above and beyond anything they could think yeah, of you know? exactly yeah Real it's talk, crazy man. you know it's true huh? like if you go to like even if they go like to like east africa or something and you see like this is where the king used to live and it's like a hut yeah man it's like a hut and you'd be like wow like this is like the nice this was because if you're the king you have the nicest crib in the whole village yeah damn it's like if this dude was getting the the baddest the baddest galdom in the with this hut. Imagine what I'll do with my condo. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I got a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> tell her that. You tell her that. Yeah. A member of homeowners association. <laughs> I got a, I got a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Got the best, dude. Now we sound like those alternate humses. Yeah. With the in, in accounting. Awesome. Would you, did you ever think about like what was your alternate? Thing to comedy are you full in on comedy now like do you have like a because uh, you said you went to college yeah right? filmmaking and i do so i'm trying to get to the point where you know i can make my, like me and my family are you know like good they don't have to work and all that stuff yeah you that's mean? the east african in us yeah. that's east african i must so work I take care me. of the family take care of the family exactly yeah. you know that and then where i could just wake up and do like art but i'm not really man i don't really need like 20 cars or nothing I have, exactly like, a couple cars like such as a couple, a couple, just a few, you know, just only because like I like some, but I'm even like two, man, or like I'm good, I'm chill, man. And I'm just good like, with like a Volvo, yo. Yeah, like, I'm not really about the, the supercars. And... No, I definitely, I probably get like some a little bit fancier sedan, but yeah. like, nah, I'm with you. Like, I'm not. I just want the freedom to do what I want. Like, I wake up and I can because I do, I do other things. Like, I draw and I, wow, I've sold like a couple joints, but I'm not trying to. I'm not I'm not the, the amazing of an artist where I where I, oh, I can make like millions off of that, but I want I love that like as maybe almost as much as I love like certain things that I get money for. Yeah. But it's literally like those things are gonna like set me free like those things that can make money, but it's just to do art the the ones that do I get paid for. Yeah. And the ones I don't get paid for just to do them because I love them all. Yeah. So there's a certain, you know what I'm saying? So if you woke up tomorrow as a billionaire, would you still do comedy? And yeah, yeah. I'd do comedy. I'd be painting. I mean, I'd be drawing comedy. I'd be making film. I'd do all that stuff. Yeah. But it would just be like. You wouldn't have the pressure of like. The pressure of like. I got to do a spot, get that 100 bucks. Due you know? dates and all that and all that yeah. stuff. No, I'd just be traveling, looking for inspiration and random stuff. And that's going, beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I'll do when I you know when I when I get to where I like yeah I look for inspiration in a lot of things you know did you major in film filmography or no nah, I majored in community development like city planning that's dope yeah. which is something I still am like passionate you about you kind of are still developing community developing community right? yeah exactly think about it through, yeah. the, through the good word man yeah through the good word <laughs> preaching yeah I go all across the country <laughs> speaking to the youth <laughs> my word imagine my... imagine being a comedic missionary where you had to like do comedy and like a part of like Africa, like a remote village in like Zimbabwe, and instead of like Christian missionaries, you're like just like trying to get them to laugh. <laughs> like once they laugh, they're converted. It's, it's, it's at that point we got to make all of Africa laugh. <laughs> it's a hard job. Yeah, you do a mission work. Yeah, it's a lot of different, but something actually. Now that you said that, that we were talking about this. Now it kind of connected again, full circle. But we were talking. So when I think of making all of Africa laugh, it's like damn different taste of comedy in these different parts of Africa. Yeah. Comedy, that's the thing though. There's jokes. See, I, when you get that, like my number's fifty, like fifty jokes. Like this is a funny joke. Fifty different people laugh. Yeah. You gotta, even from the golden box, like you had all those jokes. You still gotta kind of recognize the crowd and be a DJ and be like of these jokes because you could have an amazing joke and get crickets, meaning because it's the wrong crowd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so you could tell a bad joke, get crickets there, and then. 
then you could tell it. But you have to keep trying until you figure out, all right, this just wasn't good here, but this is a good joke. The other one, like, this is just a bad joke. So have you ever gotten heckled? Yeah, I handle hecklers pretty well, though, actually. Cause really? I, what's, your, what's your strategy? At my last show, there was a girl, and I, I, I kind of um, I made people laugh at her. She had, like, all she had like green. I just, she had, like, green, and I was just, like, making fun of her for wearing green and then, like, stab it back at her, man. It was a, it was a girl. She was drunk, and, like, I kept fucking with her. Cause she, but I made people. When the goal is, though, with hecklers is you should fuck with them a little bit, but you should, you should basically, you should joke with them. as like you want to scare them so they don't feel like they can keep doing this. Yeah. But it's, like, not, like, in the way where, like, you, you say Set an example. Yeah. You, get them, bud. Get them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? Oh, yeah. It's curtains for you. You come with my show with it. <laughs> See, yeah. But not, <laughs> but not like you want to just like to wear other people and even then they're like, okay, he kind of embarrassed me a little bit. So, you know, I'm kind of, you know, like, but talking to the crowd is important, man, because it's just like it makes you, it makes it more like a conversation. It's community development. I mean, yeah, you're talking to them and they're like responding and they're vibing and everything, man. It's, it's important, bro. It's like definitely a thing, you know, you want to do. Are you familiar with, like, Eritrean comedy or, like, the scene there or um, the type of comedy your parents like? I don't know. Um, so I don't know um, too much about Eritrean comedians, but I know that there's there's a guy who was, like, who's one of, like, a girl in my community. She's, like, older. She's, like, 35. Yeah. Her dad used to do stand-up comedy. And I was, oh, in, in Eritrea. In Eritrea and in, like, Saudi Arabia and all this. Yeah. Yeah, and he used to just make little jokes about, you know, like, just things that I guess, like, a lot of, People from that part of the world could relate to, you know, Sudan, Ethiopia, yeah. all that, all that stuff about immigration. Man, he used to he used to do it, man. I I was like, and so it he was, was all in Tigray. Yeah, in Tigray. Yeah, yeah. I was happy that I was just like, damn, this is dope because this is like, because I'm always looking like my influences are mostly like American and all that. So it's like they are, all of them are. So it's like that's dope to have like, and it also it it, it makes me feel good in the sense of because you could see comedy, right? Or you could see stuff that some people are doing in America, like us as people coming from Africa, wherever. And you could be like, oh, well, they're Americanized and that's why they're doing this. Yeah. But not. Nah, it's something that's in, in us already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like when I find out like that a lot of our, our parents actually used to smoke bud back in, you know. Right. What I mean? So it makes me feel like I'm not just some American washed guy, you know, like. Not saying that I do this, but I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that <laughs> wink, I do this. Wink, allegedly. Yeah, 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 not saying that I, you know, but I'm saying when you find that out, or even like drinking anything, they're like, look, the American culture has gotten, like, look at how he but is. Y'all are making moonshine in your bathtub. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So some of these yeah. things, there are things that like, okay, I think the thing that American, that's like a negative is like how here it's like, I'm 18, I'm no longer associated with my mom, no more family, like that. Well, that's of, changing too. That's changing due to too. economic reasons. Yeah, to do the economic, due to yeah. desperation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's Those like, accounting jobs aren't as frequent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are forced to live with their parents and forced to bond longer yeah. but now nah, like that type of stuff is like oh you just throw your mom in a nursing home and you don't even see her yeah that's, kinda messed up. that's like the american thing like if, if something like that happens that's like oh the american way or the cold american attitude has 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 entered your psyche or whatever not saying all you know those things those are certain things like but like comedy so many things it's like these are just things that humans do but it's like now it's like there's more like ability to do it there's a name for it there's a name for it. there's a something you can you know what i'm trying to mm -hmm. say because people always do it he he used to get on stage with a microphone like a real comedian but yeah. there's people that just would always do that at parties 
Yeah. But he's the funny one. You probably got uncles like that. Yeah. Yo, he's invite, like, invite Mejdi. He's the funny. He's dude, funny, yeah. And he yeah, cracks yeah. jokes, and you and you can see he's kind of doing stand up at, at, at those family gatherings. He's standing up. People are sitting and hearing him. Yeah. He's like his voice is more inflected, and he's talking. That's stand up, man. That's what it is. I know Sudanese. My parents used to listen to this like stand up special. It was a Sudanese dude, and it was like on cassette, and he would they would we played in the car. I remember the Sudanese jokes. It was usually like, like there's it's never like a observational it's always a story mm. it's always we, there's a beginning a middle and then it's like oh there was this guy at the market and and they always specify like which ethnicity or tribe he's from but it's, it's they always got to do that and it's yeah. a, and there's always like subtypes like it's kind of like it's kind of race i don't, I don't yeah, prejudice yeah. i guess you can call <laughs> yeah, it because we're all the same race but it's prejudice because it's like oh this tribe is the stupid tribe and they do the silly things in the joke they're always the butt of the joke oh yeah yeah okay, you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so I, I guess sudan is different because it's very like it's a lot i think it's a lot more diverse in other countries yeah, so we have like a lot of different people and there's like yeah, a lot yeah. of like sub um stereotypes but yeah it's just like a story like i went to the market he did this and he was drunk and he made he called something that's usually called this he called it something else by accident and that's the funny part yeah, yeah and then it ends but it's like a full like like story yeah that's yeah. what i remember with yeah he's comedy that's the style of a but a lot of comedians do i'm actually a i've noticed that is i am a um i tell stories when they're like in like there's a like the the, the like i'll tell a story that might be like a minute long or something but it's like because it's referring to this you know philosophical thing yeah. Like how I'm saying, all right, the thing about my cousins, but that's because how we have this dislike toward the dude. But it isn't like a whole, well, there's some comedians, that's their thing, and that's dope. And I think it's like really hard to do, but it's also just not my style. Like if you see like, like, like example, like I've even seen like parallels in certain jokes that like George Carlin's made or, you know, another comedian has made like where it's like they're telling this story, but it's the purpose is like, He's not going to tell this story for too long. It's like they're telling this because they're about to get to this virtue or this philosophy at the end. Yeah. Or that they're, like how I said, like we dislike the dude because, you know what I'm saying? We don't want nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like touching our cousin, like, or anything. Yeah, we don't like, want to think about that. What are you, you don't doing? Think, yeah, like hell no. You know what I mean? So there's a reason. So that's why I said, like, oh, I saw on Instagram, I saw my cousin with a boyfriend, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So that's like that. Or like if you watch, even like, you know, I don't know, I feel weird saying his name, you know, because I don't want to, like... Oh, who? We kind of already mentioned Oh, him. Louis C.K.? Yeah, 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 but I don't want to... I just don't want to, like, you know... People... Oh, no, you're not... Yeah, like, we all... It's, like, you know, no one's associating you with him. Okay, all right, okay, yeah. yeah. Not, you know, but... So, like, he would do that. Like, he does that sometimes. Like, yeah. there'll be, like, jokes where it'll be clever, and it'll be like, oh, you know, like, he'll say this thing, and he'll talk about... And it's cool, because it actually allows him to, like, cut into another story. Like, for example, like, yeah, I got a joke where I'm saying, like, I saw these three cars just stopped in the middle of the street and just having a conversation. Yeah. And I knew they were foreigners because I can't imagine three white dudes doing that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, Connor, Dylan, Ryan, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Let's get out of the street, bro. Blocking traffic. Meet me at Steak and Shake. Right? But, like, then I go into, like, um, I'm like, oh, uh. You know, I know all white people aren't from Southern California. I just don't feel like doing every region. <laughs> I'm like, Cletus Dagnab, is that you? Meet me on down with the famous Daves. And then from there, though, I talk about Alabama. But you see, because of, see how that was about th three foreigners, then three white people. Mm -hmm. Then I used that part, using that accent. Because technically, why am I talking about Alabama at the end of this joke? What does that have to do? But it's because I connected them. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. I used the accent to say, Southern California, but I know there's other regions with white people. 
and this would be the south, and then the south. So you give I, an example. And then you and see you know, that, then it's yeah. that story's there just for me to talk about. But that's what Louis does. Like that's what he does, and that's what the, you know he was good at too. It's like he could. He would have these like dope stories, and it's like next thing you know, he's talking about cowboys. Like, how do we get to cowboys? But it's like he used these. Um, yeah, like the the thing I'm referring to is he said when he goes to England. Have you ever been to England? No. Well, if you they airport, have, I guess the airport. Counts. Airport. Yeah. Did you have to use the currency? No. Use a pound. Did, did you use a coin? No. I mean, it's like a heavy, thick coin, and yeah. it's funny because my brother back in the day used to say, "Just the it's like literally the euro, euros are the same." Yeah. yeah, they're like a coin, and it's like a the pound is even heavier. It's like oh, thicker really? and heavier. It's literally a pound. Yeah, it's like <laughs> almost. It might be like 0. 0.7 or a pound. I don't know. That just heavy, bro. But yeah. that coin, my brother used to say this back in the day. See, it's how you know people are being relatable mm-hmm. my brother used to say it just makes me want to spend it like i don't want to save this but, <laughs> i want to get it out of my pocket yeah, yeah i want to take it and, and louis said that and he then he relates it to he's talking about literally louis i'm like yo see my brother said something that yeah so and this is back when we would go as kids he's like i just want to spend it so he said i just want to spend it it just makes me want to like bing, put it on the table <laughs> you know right and then he said it reminds me of like an old saloon like Here's here's one coin, right? With well, a dude like always cleaning the bar. He says that in the joke. This is a joke. He says that. He says he's. I swear. See that's look at that. That's and crazy. I thought is, about that. Yeah. This is how good he is at comedy. So it's like you'd be laughing right now because it's like he says that the joke. I swear he says that he says he says the guy who the guy who does it. Bing. He's like, let me get a shave. Prostitute. Ten beers. He's like, yeah, that coin will cover everything, right? <laughs> and he said the guy's just cleaning his glass. Like, okay. Yeah. It's okay, and he says or the, the counter. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. And he says the guy who walked in, the cowboy, he just vaguely threw the rope over the pole. Like, yeah, that's my whole life on the horse. But if it <laughs> runs away, whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> but he's talking about he talked about a coin, and now he's talking about he goes into. It's not even like oh, I'm talking about I'm talking about um you know uh this southern stuff this western stuff just. To relate back to the coin, it's like now I'm in this. Yeah, now we're, now we're, we went from Europe to the Wild West. To the Wild West, where they had also shiny saloon coins. Bing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that that thing, that's like really dope. That's something he do, and that's that philosophical. The stories are there for that purpose to like say a coin that is heavy makes you feel like an old classic man. Like think, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the philosophy. It's a gentleman's coin. Exactly, and that's the purpose of those stories. Yeah. But it isn't like, sometimes there'll be a story and there'll just be little bits funny to the whole thing, and it's good, but it's like different. It's like not as philosophical and not as much my style. Yeah. So That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. But you're right about the, because I remember also with like Euros, I don't know if you've been, have you been to other parts of Europe? I've been to, um, I've been to like, Norway like really fast yeah really just real quick just real, real well, it wasn't you many. have a lot of family in Europe yeah I got family in um a lot mostly in, in England London I've been to London England like 10 times okay so you know a your lot. way yeah right? that's that's I'm, I'm a bloke you're a bloke yeah yeah you got a hot box and a drop top with the top off that's right yeah that's right but no um I yeah I've like going out there, man. It's expensive, you know. Everything's yeah. expensive, but it's dope. But I know, and when I was saying in like uh, in Europe, like with the euros, they, they have like their bills are like all in coins. I think the highest, the highest one is like uh, where it gets the paper is like five dollars or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. It's crazy. So like when they give you change, it's like a huge like sack of coins, and you just walk around with a big bulge in your pocket, jingling all day. <laughs> but it, it's uh yeah, man. That's, that's they like their coins in Europe, I guess. Yeah, exactly. They're still stuck in coinage, man. medieval times. Yeah, they got the shillings. Shillings, <laughs> three, my lord. Three, please. Three, please. Yep. And like their banks are still vaults. 
Like they don't have like it's not like digital. It's like you got you know Harry Potter when he like when you open the vault yeah. and it's like just a bunch of coins in a room. Like that's their bank. Like Mr. Scrooge. Yeah, Mr. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah the swimming in the coins. Yeah, I don't understand though. Like if he actually jumped into coins, it would be you'd one die. solid. Yeah, and you'd break your neck. Like yeah. that's like jumping into a solid structure of whatever those coins are made out of. Like jumping straight headfirst into like copper. Yeah, that would fucking. That would destroy you. Yeah, oh my god. And he would go head first. Because he liked the money so much. He's like, I want my head to touch it first. He's just screwed. But I don't, you know, I don't envy that dude because, man, uh, you know, just sitting on money like that and never want to spend it. Yeah. It's not going to go. I I just. You're going to die. Yeah, man. I've got to enjoy myself. I feel like when you're stingy, you forget about your mortality, right? You think that you're going to save forever, but you really only need money for like. And like the more we get older, the less money you need to save. Right? So the less living time you have. So what? How old are you? I'm 26. You're 26, I'm 28. So we, we we have like, what, let's say 70 years max? Yeah, he said max. 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 If we're lucky. Oh, you mean 70 like on top of 28? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. That's like generous. We probably don't even have Yeah, that. we yeah. probably... We, I thought you meant like make it to 70. I was like, damn, I... I oh, can, we can make it to 70. Yeah, yeah, I feel like... With I'm modern healthy. technology, you vaccinated? We got vaccinated. Yeah, I, I eat raw fruits and... You know, okay, good. You drink my cold-pressed juice in the morning. You take your central vitamins, your Flintstones? Not those, not anymore, but I just take, you know... Extends pills also. What are extends pills? Are those the boner pills? Yeah, from the gas station. <laughs> like the rhino ones? Yeah, they give me long life. <laughs> long vitality. Yeah. Did anybody do any research into those pills? Because I don't know how you can legally sell boner pills over yeah. the, literally over like a ga- at a, a gas, gas station, station counter. counter. Which is a much fishier counter. Yeah. Because it like, smells like salmon. Yeah. Remember, this is a place, same place you could buy bath salts. You buy bath salts at gas stations? That's where now like they have more regulations, but K2 and bath salts. I remember people used to give gifts. Is you remember you get those little baskets like, you go to a like a, a home goods store and you could get these like pre-made baskets of like bat like for like Mother's Day bath yeah, salts yeah. would be like a bathrobe in there and it would just do bath salts in there. I guess now they're regulated. You can't just sell. You can't. You need to show your ID to buy bath salts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because they were people were like eating people's faces off and shit. Were they smoking them or like eating the salt or like seasoning their food with it? Uh, no, I, I don't think they were. See, I think they were like smoking it or. I don't know, some weird... The people that were doing it were, like, druggies that just didn't have enough money for, like, Ooh. like like I don't have enough money for another heroin fix, so this will have to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like people who buy Listerine and get drunk. Yeah, yeah, that type of bullshit, so... Yeah, yeah man, so that's, like, why... That's crazy, people really swallow Listerine things. They do. Apparently, um, if you're an AA, you're alcoholic, they say you're not supposed to use mouthwash. Or, like, you find, like, an alcohol-free one. Because, like, that can trigger you and then you can like be like oh i got a taste i don't want more like it could like do something you're like psychology while you're recovering yeah yeah yeah. so you want to be completely clean so like even small stuff like that even like vanilla extract oh my god dude anything with that zing to it huh a little zing yeah kombucha too oh man everything basically everything everything is uh chicken sandwiches Spicy chicken. There's definitely alcohol in chicken sandwiches. That's the number one ingredient. Why do you think everybody was lining up those Popeye sandwiches, man? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that was the bourbon infusion. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But it looks like you want to eat. You want to. You want to get that grub in. I mean, oh, am I looking like more? I mean, you Ethiopian? mentioned the chicken sandwich. Am I looking more Eritrean right now? Like more? <laughs> is that what's making me like? His face is starting to like. He's turning to melt. Yeah, yeah. 
His stomach. <laughs> it's, it's concaved. <laughs> oh, no. He, he's sticking his hand out yeah. like, like, like in the UN posters. Yeah, yeah. They always... Uh, you know, they love to do that when there's like a bunch of like Eastern Europeans doing the same thing. Yeah, like if you... Did you see that video? It was like, this is a Europe they don't want you to see. And it was like um, a Romani, a Roma community. Oh, Romania, uh, Bratislava, all those places. They're yeah. all like... Slums, man. They're slums. But the thing is too that makes ads more insult. I'm not like attacking people that are in you know poor situations but i'm literally just clarifying most of the like poverty in africa is because of colonization exactly but that they don't even have an excuse it's just like some economic thing that happened within their country which is still like i feel for the people who are suffering but i'm saying you got people saying like you know mostly white people going africa this and africa that but what i noticed is the same folks when i'm like okay but let's talk about how it got there they're like dude i don't want to talk about this anymore dude can we like change the subject because now we're gonna get to the real culprits you know and that's not what i wanted to do i wanted to just have an africa basking session yeah. for my self-esteem you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah. that's literally what i've known because there's been times when it's folks like dude i'm not being racist i'm just saying is this true and i'm like okay Madonna yeah donna adopts children how is she racist yeah man you no know, it's like it's crazy bro they yeah. have that mentality or like they go on a on like a, a mission trip or something to yeah, build a school and they're insane. like and like actually the other day i was on instagram and there was a video of this dude he's like I went to Africa over the break, and he kept saying Africa. He never mentioned the country, and he was like, "Here in Africa, I, I, I coached a football team. We built a school. We did that. We did this." He's like, "Africa, Africa, Africa," and then I'm like, "Anybody else irritated? This dude doesn't want to give them like the dignity of like mentioning yeah, where it is, like the name of." Them. And the first of all, the name Africa just to get hotep on people yeah. is like the name of like a Greek Scipio Africanus. Yeah, like a Greek explorer, a, right? A conqueror, yeah. conqueror. So he came and he um he did his thing, and then they called it. So it's like even Africa. The name. So what should we, we should we should change it as Africans? What would we change Africa? Yeah, to? we gotta agree on something. Well, America's Turtle Rock, mm. right? That's it's, what the, that's a native word. Turtle Rock. Yeah, turtle. check out my shirt, bro. Sitting Bull. Oh yeah, dope man. Yeah, that's man, really you know dope. I gotta hold it down for the native community. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You know how it is, but like the Africa could be what's another animal? Uh, zebra rock, something like that. Yeah, lion. The lion is in Africa. The lion is. England is the only other. I don't know if they're like, but they're one of the only countries that has an animal that's not indigenous to their country as the. That's their that's their national map. Which is a lion. It's ridiculous. Like Richard the Lionheart or some shit. Yeah, I'm like, why y'all have because so true. The lion is in Africa. Like even imagine. The, you know what I'm saying? Imagine if Af- Africans started claiming like the moose or the bald eagle or something. Bald eagle, like. yeah. <laughs> people online like, no, this is the moose. Yeah, it's a moose, a the mighty great, moose, the great, the great North American moose. <laughs> he said, it's not North American, it's African. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, my boy, he's like a moose on the field. You just <laughs> he's big and nobody bother him. Nobody bother. He has big <laughs> horns. <laughs> Insane how animals, how how they how embody like human countries just be claiming animals and the animals have no clue. Yeah, like I didn't know I was represent. It's like I'm really that special, to you guys represent. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like and we just like kill them anyway and eat them, <laughs> but we still have this weird respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wild, man. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But no, nah, I feel like I could talk like for so much more, man. Yeah, we could, yeah, man. I mean, man. Yeah, yeah. If, if you want to keep going, if not, you let me yeah, know. We'll probably just I gotta finish this chicken sandwich yeah, before I get you, to the show. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll probably um. He's been staring at this. You have discipline, man, because that chicken sandwich has been in front of you for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I watched as the bag got greasier. Oh, for real? Like no, no, no. Like the, the like I think there's like fries in there, and like not not the bottom. Like it was interesting because like if you see like if you give your fast food bag out for a while, if it's paper, 
over time it'll just like kind of like start to stain grease up yeah grease up but I've, I've, I've just been watching it happen in real time <laughs> so i everybody thank you hamza hamza you oh, want to shout you. anything out thank you uh yeah um just i just want to thank you know ferris for having me on this um my pleasure man uh yeah i definitely want to you know you got yannick coming on um yannick. everybody please um you know check out life of h on youtube series we were talking about um yeah you know um be on the lookout for me you know doing stand-up comedy hamza bearer uh my friend yannick as well uh Another dope comedian um, from Alexandria, from Silver Spring. Um, yeah, you know, and um, just uh, hope to kill it today, you know what I'm saying, at the um, show that I have. Well, man, I'm looking forward Plus, to Plus, boys it. and poets, pay attention to us. It, we're going to try to do it bi-weekly from now on, but regardless, you can catch me and Yannick, you know, doing comedy, like, you know, several clubs in this area, Baltimore, Miami, New York. So, um, yeah, we'll be out there. Uh, yeah, thanks hey, so much, you all over, man, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. I love it, I love it. Thank you, Hamza. Uh, is there an Instagram you want to shout out? Anybody want to follow you? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, H-A-M-Z-A-A-B-E-R-R-A. Again, H-A-M-Z-A-A-B-E-R-R-A. And um, search for um, Life of H on YouTube. Dope, dope. Thank you so much, Hamza. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening. Till next time, I love you guys.